And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. might be running for her life from some gigantic turned-on ape. Are you goddamn shamanist pig ape? Attention, people of Earth. Do not resist us. All who oppose us shall be annihilated. We command the most powerful army of monsters in the universe. They are sure to defeat your Earth monsters. All those who are hearing this are now under the control of the Earth Destruction Directive. 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 Hello, everyone. This is Luke Giaconetti, and welcome to Earth Destruction Directive. We are in the mobile studio Mark III right now, which is the Hyundai Accent. And I am on my way to go see Kong Skull Island at the theater. This is opening weekend, and I am very, very excited. Reviews have been very good so far. And uh, according to an article I was reading this morning, the box office has been good so far. So it looks like King Kong may uh, be making a legit comeback here. Um, Of course, besides being a new Kong movie, which is always cause for excitement, this is the first film of the now larger what has been dubbed the Monsterverse over at Legendary Pictures, which will include both Godzilla and King Kong going forward. And uh, from what I understand, there is a post-credit sequence that we need to stay for, so we'll definitely be talking about that uh, once we see the movie. Now, it's kind of an odd day here today in the upstate of South Carolina, despite it being uh, the middle of March. We actually had uh, a dusting of snow... Um, which is extremely, extremely unusual this time of year here in South Carolina, but it's all been melted off. Uh, it, in fact, it barely stuck to anything. It's just kind of funny that we're going to see the first of the, you know, air quotes up to the microphone, summer pictures here, and it snowed. So, you know, that happens. But no big deal. Nothing's going to stop me from going to see King Kong today. So uh, we're on the road now. And uh, it's kind of interesting. We got two of the uh, two of the big movies I want to see this summer, both involving giant monsters, come out within two weeks of each other in March. So apparently, March is the time for giant monsters, at least here in 2017. And uh, but uh, well, more on uh, Power Rangers another time. Here we're today talk about Skull Island, and uh, I said very excited. We've been getting a lot of media hype for this film, 
uh, as we've been coming up. I think everybody's, uh, kind of like we saw in 2014 with the legendary Godzilla, all these kind of closeted uh, King Kong fans coming out of the woodwork to proclaim their love for Kong. The thing about Kong, there's a lot less films than there are for Godzilla, so, um, and a couple of those are remakes. So there's, uh, you know, it's easier to say you've seen all the King Kong films than it is to say you've seen all the Godzilla films. Also, they're all in English, generally, with the exception, obviously, the two Japanese ones, but they're readily available in English. But that's neither here nor there again. Um, so, we are, like I said, I'm right pulling up to the theater now, going to be heading in, get my ticket. We're going to, I'm going to be seeing a normal screening. As I've said, I, I, I have a hard time with 3D because of my glasses. And frankly, um, IMAX is, is a lot of money. I'd rather just see my movie and enjoy the movie and not worry about the IMAX screen and stuff like that. So normal screening today. And um, so I'm pulling into the theater now. I will catch you guys on the flip side and tell you, tell you guys what I think about it. So uh, let's go watch the movie and we'll catch up right after this. These are photos of an island in the South Pacific. The place where myth and science meet. We use explosives to shake the earth, helping us to map the surface of the island. You're dropping bombs. Mm. Scientific instruments. I see trouble on the way. Is that a monkey? thing was out here i'm sorry for your man colonel but if you want to make their sacrifice worthwhile get us home with proof monsters exist whoa, 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 whoa. your friend there can put that down what the hell is this place that's calm he's king around here Kong's pretty good, King. Keeps to himself mostly. Well, you don't go into someone's house and start dropping bombs unless you're picking a fight. Kong's God on the island, but the devils live below us. And what are they called? I call them skull crawlers. Why? Never said that name out loud before. It sounds stupid now that I say. Just you call them whatever you want. We're all gonna die together out here. <laughs> you shouldn't have come here. All right, I have just gotten out of the theater. I'm back in the car now. We just watched uh, Kong Skull Island, and wow, that was that was a lot of fun. That was very impressive. Very cool movie, all told. Um, yeah, very much, uh, pretty much, uh, I gotta say, kind of what I expected. I expected it to be just kind of a uh, straightforward action-adventure movie, and it definitely delivered on that, very much a uh, in that mold. 
of, you know, the jungle action type of movie, but it was extremely well done. The cast was fantastic. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson uh, did a great job. Samuel L. Jackson had some really great lines. At one point, he actually says, hold on to your butts. Nice throwback to Jurassic Park. Uh, John C. Riley actually kind of steals the show for me. I normally think of John C. Riley just doing comedy, obviously, but man, he had a he had a great serious turn in this film with you know some some comedy mixed in, kind of just because of uh, his situation. But uh, he really impressed me. I like John C. Riley in this quite a bit. Uh, the story was they said about what you expected with what we've seen from the commercials and such, the expedition onto the island. And not everybody's motives necessarily being clear at the start. But a good story. Kept my interest. There's a a logic to the proceedings, which I really like. It's not just set piece after set piece after set piece. Where people are going and where they are in relation to other people. You always kind of keep track of that. And that, to me, is important. You get some of these popcorn films, these summer plum. And again, I say summer, and it's it's cold as heck here today. It's, it's got to be in the 30s right now as I'm driving back. Um, sometimes you get these uh, these summer uh, movies and you lose sight of the the logic and the plot and things just happen because, and then this happens and then this happens and so you kind of lose track of things. Whereas here thing, uh, the proceedings really made sense and are well done. Visual effects by ILM, they're astounding. They're just great. I mean, Kong looks fantastic. The skull crawlers and the various other beasties all look great just it it really it's it's it boggles the mind how good the special effects have gotten out of the good effects houses nowadays the wettas and the ilms of this world because i mean it's it, it looks like you know you you look at it and intellectually you know it's cg but even the cg has gotten to the point now with the texture maps and the motion capture work and all that that it just looks amazing and so the, the, nothing to complain about there action quotient was really high lots of good monster action uh, you know, I've seen some of my friends online who, you know, uh, for, you know, whatever reason, didn't like Godzilla 2014, didn't think it had enough Godzilla in it, which I personally don't agree with, but I can understand that if that's your complaint. We'll not have that complaint here. Kong and the Skullcrawlers are all over this movie, and uh, they never let up, it seems like. Anytime that there's a quieter moment, eventually, it will be interrupted by uh, the... Uh, Kong and the and the other monsters. So definitely um, answers that question if anyone was on the fence about that. Uh, as we saw in one of the last trailers, there's a great little nod to King Kong vs. Godzilla in this with Kong fighting an octopus. That's all I'm going to say. It's just it, it brought such a smile to my face to see King Kong fight a giant octopus once again after you know uh, after how many times I've watched King Kong vs. Godzilla in my life. But, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. This was a very, very well put together, well shot, well made movie. And, you know, we're kind of in a renaissance now with the monster movies. You know, we're getting, you know, uh, kind of since, you know, since like Pacific Rim. We had Pacific Rim, and we had Godzilla 2014, and we had Jurassic World, and now we've got Skull Island. You know, it's, it's, we're getting these big budget monster movies, and they are delivering. They're hitting the goods. Every one of those movies that I just named, I saw in the theater and had an absolute blast. And, you know, Skull Island continues that trend uh, very, very strongly. So I, I think that they may have a, you know, a decent-sized hit on their hands. I was talking, I went with my friend uh, Kevin, and we were talking after the film. We were waiting for the post credit sequence. I made the point that, you know, Godzilla 2014 surpassed all 
box office predictions, it was predicted specifically not to top out over 200 million, and it actually did top out over 200 million domestic. Now, predictions for Skull Island, I don't know about the, the final predictions, but I have seen that there's been, um, you know, uh, some chatter about the fact that it was only predicted to make about 45, 50 million in opening. Now it's projected to make somewhere in the 60s. So it's already beating projections. I think the very high score on Rotten Tomatoes, because that's like the requisite now. I mean, cheese and rice, they, they advertise that now for crying out loud. But also the good word of mouth, because all the word of mouth I've seen for this has been excellent. And frankly, you know, when I drop this podcast, that's also going to improve the word of mouth for it, because there'll be one more voice saying, go see this movie. Um, I'm not sure what else I can add at this point, other than uh, it, it was just just a really, really entertaining, enjoyable movie. Uh, you know, it doesn't have any moments that are going to rival the original. There is no, Twas Beauty Killed the Beast, you know, but there there is some, uh, you know, some some really beautiful visuals in this. They take really good advantage of the island location where they were shooting. I mean, everything just looks so lush and exotic, but also extremely, extremely dangerous at the same time. So that was, uh, that, that to me was a really nicely, um, nice use of the uh, location and the scenery, you know. I think the location shooting in Hollywood movies to me has gone kind of to the next level since Lord of the Rings. I think once they found that they could use places in different ways, and, you know, go and do locate, find locations that'll work for certain things without necessarily think using the first place that comes to mind showed the strength of it. And what they did with Lord of the Rings, we've, I, I think we've seen that carry over into now. So just the location and, and jungle shots just really, really wonderfully done here. Um, some ways, great, some great monsters besides Kong and the skull crawlers. We also get to see the, uh, the giant octopus, the giant spiders that we see in the trailer. Uh, always something new in this and uh, creative. Uh, yeah, just overall, just I had a blast with this. Another hit for Legendary, the Monarch Verse or the Monster Verse, as they're specifically calling it, has two really big hits under their belt, as far as I'm concerned. Please, please stay for the end credits. I know there wasn't an end credit sequence in Godzilla 2014, but your um, your patience will be rewarded. In the uh, end credits, when we see what it what shows up at uh, at the end there, and uh, anyone who is listening to this podcast, if you're listening to to a two true freaks podcast, chances are you stay through the credits anyway. But you will definitely want to stay and see the end credit scene in this movie. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, all right, guys, look, I'm not sure what else I can say without repeating myself at this point. So please, please go see Kong Skull Island. Write me in and let me know what you thought, and I'll I'll do a, some follow up feedback once if I get any. But man, what a good movie! What a way to kick off the 2017, um, you know, genre tentpole, whatever you want to call it, uh, movie schedule with a monster of a movie and a monster star in King Kong here in um, with Kong Skull Island. So I'm gonna sign off. Until then, everybody, take a stomp in. This has been Earth Destruction Directive, a Dai Kaiju podcast, produced and created by me, Luke Jackanetti, as part of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, available at twotruefreaks.com. This is a fan work celebrating the history and culture of Japanese giant monsters. 
All movies, TV shows, comic books, characters, and other intellectual property is copyright their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended or implied. If you'd like to send an email to the show, you can email me at earthdestructiondirective at yahoo.com. I respond to all emails, and if you send in some comments, I'll read them on the show. All episodes of Earth Destruction Directive can be found at 2TrueFreaks.com. You can also find the show on iTunes. Just search for Earth Destruction Directive. You can even leave an iTunes review if you want. You can get in touch with the show on Facebook. Just search for Earth Destruction as the first name and Directive as the last name. You can also get in touch with me on Twitter with the handle LJacone. That's L-J-A-C-O-N-E. And if you want to buy something discussed on the show, head on over to 2TrueFreaks.com and click on the Amazon.com link on the front page. Any items you buy during your session on Amazon.com will help keep the lights on, and it won't cost you anything extra. Thanks for listening, and be sure to come back next time for more city-stomping fun on Earth Destruction Directive. Tune in next time to hear the crusty old podcaster from Oklahoma say, There's a WTF (laughs) moment if I ever saw one. Well, it's big and terrible. More frightening than I ever thought possible.